David Lang was many things. He was a loving husband and father. He had two children. He was a kind neighbor and an upstanding member of his community, one who earned his living breeding and raising horses. David was many things. But being a horseman is the one that led to his disappearance. Welcome to Tennessee Tales. I'm Josh Hamlet. On the morning of September the 23rd, in the year 1880, David walked out of his house, crossed his yard, and continued out into his fields. David had a farm in the small town of Gallatin, about 40 miles northeast of Nashville. His wife Emma stood on the porch watching their two children play in the yard. They had a daughter named Sarah who was 11 and an eight-year-old boy named George. David raised horses and he was on his way out to the pasture to check on them this sunny fall morning. Their neighbor was a man by the name of Judge August Peck, and he was a prominent lawyer in town. As David was making his way out into the pasture, Judge Peck, who, remember, is a lawyer, not a judge, and his brother-in-law drove up to the farm in their horse-drawn buggy. The family was happy to see their neighbor, particularly Sarah and George. Judge always brought them little presents when he visited. Emma called out to David to be sure he was aware of their arrival. David turned, looked back, waved. He took a step towards the house and then vanished. The disappearance of David had been witnessed by all five. Emma, the children, Judge, and Judge's brother-in-law. All five briefly froze, the color drained from their faces. Nobody knew exactly what to do until Emma screamed. She ran across the field towards the spot where her husband had last been seen. Judge Peck and the brother-in-law scrambled out of the buggy and raced across the field. The children stood mutely, unsure as to what they had just seen. Where David was standing, there was nothing. There was no tree or bush. There was nowhere to hide. There was no ditch, no sinkhole, no well, nothing he could have fallen into. There was nothing. But they continued to search for him. Wouldn't you? By nightfall, neighbors with lanterns were involved. They slowly walked around, stomping on the ground, looking for unseen holes that David might have fallen into. The authorities came to have a look and to chase away the curious. The county surveyor came and examined the field. He confirmed the ground was solid. There were no caves or sinkholes. It was solid bedrock, a couple of feet below the surface. Still, the search for David continued. Weeks went past with no sign of David. Mrs. Lang was bedridden with shock. The local gossip insinuated that David had simply run away. The house staff and farm help all left, with the exception of the cook. Someone had to care for the children. Eventually, there was a funeral for David, and life continued on the farm, in a way. Emma never completely recovered, though she did eventually leave her bed and attempt to see to the business of the farm. The faithful cook remained, and new field hands were hired to see after the horses. The following spring, the two children, 
Sarah and George, were out playing in the fields. As they crossed the area where their father had disappeared, they noticed a large circle of brown grass. The rest of the fields were a lovely shade of green. It had been a pleasant, wet spring, so this circle of brown grass was unusual. As they lingered in the area, they noticed that animals tended to avoid the circle. A horse crossing the field would alter its path so as to not enter the circle. Sarah, the oldest and always the braver of the two, was the first to step inside the circle. She heard her father faintly calling for help. Help me. Quickly, she pulled George in, and he, he heard it as well. Help me. They went running to the house to tell their mother what they had discovered. When they told her, she said that yes, she had heard it too. The sound of David calling from help as if far, far away. And another thing, she said. Every day his voice gets fainter and fainter. Each day the three of them went out to the circle. They stepped in the circle to hear their father calling for help. They would call to him in return, but David didn't seem to hear them. It was the same thing over and over. Help me. Help me. One day they went out and heard nothing. The voice of David was gone, and it was never heard again. It was like losing David all over. Emma soon passed away, and the children went to live with distant relatives, never to return to the farm. Eventually the farm was sold, but nothing ever grew in the circle. Eventually the whole field was abandoned. You know, the interesting thing about the circle of grass. It's still there. I've been to the field. I've seen it. But I wouldn't step into it. I wasn't brave enough. Are you? Thank you for listening to this new episode. I wanted to start with this story. This is a story I first heard in the fifth grade. And it really stuck with me, maybe because it happened in the town I grew up in. The music in this episode was played by my extremely talented brother, Kyle Hamlet. If you're unfamiliar with his work, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Not all of the stories are going to be spooky stories, but they're all going to be in, around, or about Tennessee somehow. See you next time.